Hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everybody is having a blessed day. As always, we're staying busy down here in Auburndale, getting our orders shipped out to all of our customers, and we're continuing to get the food buckets out as fast as we can ship them. And so, again, thank you for your support of Health Masters. If you guys need anything, as always, feel free to give us a call up anytime, 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, Eastern Standard Time. We're always here to help you out the best we can. Well, I was talking to Steve yesterday. You had a customer call in, and they were just asking about kind of different aspects of what's going on, similar stuff to what we talk about on the show, and I guess they hadn't heard the show before, so he was telling them, hey, you know, Ted and Austin have a show, you need to listen to it, and, uh, but he was telling me how more and more people, he's getting phone calls of newer customers or even just new inquiries of people that are starting to wake up and question what's really going on and what we're being told, and he said a lot more people are starting to ask, why is nobody talking about vitamin C and D3? as far as in the mainstream media. I mean, we've talked about it, and there are other, even alternative people and numerous doctors and scientists and virologists that have talked about the importance of vitamin C and D3 and keeping the immune system strong, but nowhere in the mainstream media does it ever even get brought up or mentioned. And, you know, Steve pretty much told him the same thing I've said. He goes, because it doesn't fit the narrative. It doesn't go along with the medical industrial complex. It doesn't fit the vaccine narrative. And this is what we've seen over and over again. And this is why I've warned people, and I say, the, the, the Fed, the FDA, the pharmaceutical companies, even the vast majority of the government, I mean, let's be real, they don't care about you. Just be honest on that. They don't care about you. They don't care about your health. They don't care about your well-being. The only really thing they keep concerned on is that everybody keeps paying in their taxes. They can keep extracting their wealth and their control and maintain their dominance over the populace. That's really it. If you get sick, it actually makes them much, much, much more money, especially if they're tied into the medical industrial complex. Uh, our friend Brad came in yesterday. He was talking to me about you know, how healthy his granddaughter is, and she's doing great, and I was talking to him about my kids. And I said, isn't it funny, almost an ironic standpoint, I said, when you see kids that eat pretty clean, they're raised healthy, they don't get vaccinated, they don't go to the pediatrician every month to basically get told they have to take some other drug or some other shot or some other stupid checkup to increase their profits. And I said, isn't it funny when you see these kids like we have now, and then you see other kids in comparison that basically eat nonstop GMO food, get every single vaccination the pediatricians told them to, and they just they're not the same, you know, and I'm not, I'm not being mean to anybody, but you just see the demeanor, the mindset, and it's even worse now, you know, back 10, 15 years ago, they still didn't even have as many of these toxic shots and all these things they constantly want to put the kids in. I said, but the pediatricians have now made it normal that, oh, we have to take his tonsils out. Oh, he's having constant inflammation in the adenoids. We have to remove them. Oh, we got to put tubes in his ears as well. Oh, he's got to go another antibiotic cycle. I'm here to tell you, that is not normal. The pediatricians will lie to you incessantly over and over and over and over again and tell you that's just part of having a kid. They're sick all the time. You're probably going to have to take out their tonsils. You're going to have to put them on antibiotics every couple months. They're going to need tubes in their ears. They're going to have sinus infections and runny nose and ear infections all the time. It's just part of it. It's part of having a kid. 
it's not part of having a kid. Do kids get sick? Absolutely. Have my kids been sick before? Absolutely. Have they been extremely ill? No. Do they ever get really sick at all anymore? No. Now that Kindle's two and Hunter's four, they're past that phase. But see, this is why they push the vaccines at such an early age, because at that point, remember, the child can't talk. Remember this. The child can't communicate to you when they're six months old. So when you jab them full of seven different vaccinations that are full of aluminum, that are full of MSG, that are full of polysorbate 80, and they have an insanely aggressive inflammatory response, and they start basically getting unbelievably sick and have fevers and start shaking and sometimes have to go to the hospital, there's nothing they can tell you. They can't say, guys... You gave me that injection the other day, and I feel horrible after you gave it to me. I felt great going to the doctor. Why did you shoot me up with that? Even though these doctors know from all the background on physiology and what we understand that the immune system in a child is not even established until they're about a year and a half to two years old. It's not even built yet. So injecting them with these unbelievably toxic elements at six months old has zero positive impact ever. Even if the vaccine actually did work effectively and it was a clean vaccine, it still is not going to give them any type of long-term immunity. In fact, in most cases, it causes serious autoimmune conditions, serious inflammatory responses, and in some turn can turn into autism and everything else that goes down the list. So please, if you have children, if you have grandchildren, please wake your family up to this. If they really decide, hey, you know what, my kids need to get vaccinated before they go to school. I'm not going to homeschool. I'm going to do this. Fine, that's their choice. And vaccinate them when they're four or five years old, if that's really what you have to do, and I still don't recommend that. But injecting them when they're six months old and they're 12 months old, when they're right in the middle of this incredibly, incredibly difficult transitionary period from going in the mother's womb to out in the open and growing and building and getting taller and stronger and smarter and having cognitive reasoning coming together, do not, under any circumstances, be talked in to having these things thrusted upon them. And then after it happens, do not allow these pediatricians to scapegoat you and say, oh, that's nothing to do with the vaccine. Call it out for what it is. Wake up your friends. Wake up your family. This is so important. We continue to try to maintain a healthy populace and don't let the medical industrial complex get involved at such an early age if you have the means and the ability and the knowledge not to do so then. You know, Austin, you and I had this discussion yesterday. We were talking about your children, about Kendall and Hunter and how great they were doing. And, and the crazy part about it is is that, you know, I told you in detail about why we decided not to vaccinate you back in the 80s. Uh, we had a friend of ours that we met back in the early 80s, about 83, 84. His name was Jeff. And he had a child who was perfectly normal, and they vaccinated him, and he ended up going full-blown autistic. I mean, he basically was brain damaged. And Jeff told me continually, this is what happened, this is what happened, and this is what happened. In fact, Jeff went back and got his Ph.D. in nutrition and started a clinic and was trying to help people. And he was one of the people that was instrumental in telling me, hey, you really need to reevaluate as far as if you have children not to vaccinate. Look what happened to me. And, you know, and you said something very succinct, and I, I'm going to just kind of just come off of that for just one second. You know, you said that the two-month-old or the six-month-old, remember, this, these babies are given a hepatitis shot at birth, at birth, with all that mercury in it, and, you know, all that aluminum in it. Here's the problem, and Austin's 100% right. Number one, 
is that child at that age can't communicate with you. Like, for instance, if you have a child and you basically are playing ball with them and, and you basically throw a ball and they fall down and, and the ball hits them and whatever, and it basically they skin their knee, they can say, well, wow, Dad, why did you throw the ball so hard? You know, I fell down and I skinned my knee. Okay, well, they're four or five years old. You got that. They're communicating with you, and they're telling you, hey, you know, be more careful throwing the ball because, you know, we've all had kids, and we've been playing with them, kidding around with them, and then sometimes they say, oh, well, you did that too hard or whatever. Or, don't, don't toss me on the bed like that or don't drop me on the bean bag or whatever. They can talk to you, right? You know, I was just thinking about a parody. That movie, that, 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 that sometimes crude TV cartoon Family Guy. When you have, I think it's they have that little football-shaped kid that's a baby called Stewie. You know, they could do a show on this. They could do a show on this. Stewie could be completely healthy, and then they could inject him with this toxic vaccine, and he could end up in the hospital. And he could say to the parents, "What the he double sticks is wrong with you? Why did you shoot me up with this poison? Look at my arm; it's swollen the size of a." You know, like a, you know, a cactus, you know, or whatever. And he could make a, do a whole parody about that. And the sad part about it is if you put it in a cartoon and you put it in Family Guy, it would actually get more traction probably than it would trying to do it through alt media because the alt media can only do so much. You know, Kennedy now, because of all his stances that he's taken against vaccinations, he's being eviscerated in the press as this conspiracy theory bunker and all this other stuff. I mean, he's just being eviscerated, losing all credibility and basically being slammed on the mainstream media, even though he's filed multiple lawsuits which are now pending about this. See, this is the thing that we have to look at. The mainstream media in Austin is exactly right. Is part of the Rockefeller Rothschild industrial complex of control. Their whole purpose, and they stated this very, very clearly, was to reduce the population of the planet to eugenics, which means the killing of the population, either voluntarily or involuntarily, to basically reduce population. Now we're finding COVID is really affecting male sperm counts. Now we're finding all these different things that are out here, the problems associated with plastics and BPA, bestenol A, and all of the hormones and all of the soy and all of the other stuff. Just last this week, I contacted one of our pastor friends who's got a son-in-law who's been basically either eating soy or doing something wrong with estrogen because he's got some, well, let's say he's growing breasts and he had a, you know, a t-shirt on and he had a set of breasts. And I called up my buddy, my pastor, and I said, you know, you need to tell your son-in-law to either back off the soy or back off of the hormone-induced chicken or whatever he's eating because he's getting some estrogen in the system years ago. I think it was Katie Curie and Geraldo Rivera. They did a thing out of Puerto Rico. They actually had little two-year-old boys and girls that had grown the breasts of full-grown women. I kid you not. And they traced it back to the hormone and the food supply, estrogen, and the chickens down there in, in Puerto Rico. And there was the smoking gun. And see, and this is what we have now. We're having this hormonal disruption that we're seeing all over the place. We're having hormonal changes in men and women that aren't supposed to happen. In other words... A guy's not supposed to have breasts. It doesn't work that way. All right? A girl's not supposed to have breasts when she's two years old or one years old. It's not right. Something's wrong. You got something going on with the hormones. And these hormones are so powerful. And now we have a big case out of Canada, which this straight woman and this gay guy want to have marriage and be basically committed in marriage to get all the benefits of marriage. And again, this is another travesty of what the marriage unit's supposed to be before God. 
Now, I'm going to come out. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say something very blunt here. And I'm going to say this, and this is I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you this is my opinion on this. You know, going to the state and getting a marriage license to me is an absolute travesty of what the marriage is supposed to be before God. The, the, the state tells you that you can't be mixing marriage or mixing your religion with state things. Well, then they do that. They, they turn right around. They make the marriage a state-issued license. You know, they make you get a license to build a house. They make you like, get a license to operate. You have to get licenses for everything, including being married. And it's ludicrous to me. And I, I can honestly say, if I was 25 years old or I was 28 years old again, I was getting married to Sharon, I would probably, I would still get married, but I wouldn't get a license. And I would find a pastor that was willing to wear, marry us who basically didn't require a license from the state. That's how, that's how aggravating it is to me. And I would still have Sharon change her name legally if she chose to do that, which I believe she would, to my last name, but we wouldn't do it through the state. There's absolutely no reason that the state should have ever got involved in marriages. They never did before. It was put in a Bible. The pastor or the priest would write in the Bible, when you got married, give you the date, give you the Bible. It was kept as part of the church record. It had nothing to do with the state of Florida or the state of Illinois or the state of Kentucky. It didn't have anything to do with anything. That's between, between a covenant made between a husband and a wife before God. But again, they want to basically destroy that relationship too and make it now with gay people marrying straight people and having them married to again undermine the family unit and to destroy the marriage covenant that's made before God. This is what all this is about, guys. Now, why don't let me change topics here because I could go on a whole show on this, but I'm not going to. Talked to Jeff Rents last night. He's very concerned that some type of pathogen was released in the White House. And sure enough, now we have hazmat crews in there sterilizing the White House, sterilizing. He's afraid that some type of aerosol was released by either one of the workers, one of the janitorial service, put on the handles, put on the toilets, you know, whatever, you know, sprayed in the bathrooms. Because so many people are sick in the White House, which is really kind of amazing that this many people are really that sick. And, you know, Donald Trump last week was having a difficult time breathing. He was laboring. So we have to ask ourselves the question, did he have a cold? Did he have the flu? Did he have COVID? Did he have something else? There's the question. Did he have something else? Are these people being intentionally infected with something else to try to encourage and increase the COVID narrative throughout the United States? Now, I've come out, and I've said this to you, you know, before 32 people were sickened in the White House. I've said this, and I've been very clear about this. You know, the COVID that came across from China was very, very, very real. The COVID that basically is here in the United States now is real, but it has mutated, and our body's immune system, like Austin said earlier, if you take the right vitamins and the right nutrients, can easily handle it. But this doesn't go along with the medical narrative that we talked about with the vaccines. All of this stuff they're doing to us is to paint a picture of helplessness if you're not following the mainstream medical narrative. What does that mean? That means that you're helpless to prevent COVID. You're helpless to basically survive unless you have the medical industrial complex pumping you full of drugs, that you're helpless to survive if you don't do exactly what they tell you to do, which increases their eugenics profile. All of this stuff is designed, like Austin said a few minutes ago, to extract more wealth from you as a giving unit to them, as a tax-paying unit, which was set up in the play with the federal income tax, with the Federal Reserve Act, 
United States to pay back the debt to get people deeper and deeper and deeper into debt in the United States. It's all part of this overall Kabbalist plan to enslave the planet through Babylonian money magic and through Satanism. That's where we find ourselves right now. And so we need to look at the news and we need to do it with a, how should I say this? Take off the rose-colored glasses that you believe everything they're going to say and realize that the news is being controlled through AP Wire and through Reuters, which are both owned by the Rothschild banking cartel to give you the narrative they want you to hear. Now we have other people come out with news like this. The Victoria police are filmed handcuffing a pregnant beachgoer as state authorities consider extending lockdown rules. A shame that she's actually trying to keep enough oxygen in her blood for the baby that's inside of her to have a proper delivery and proper development of brain standpoint for this child. A shame. Let's arrest her on the beach and throw her in handcuffs and throw her on the ground while she's pregnant. Let's treat her as roughly as we possibly can to prove to people that our level of resolve will even be arresting pregnant women on the beach. This is ludicrous. Another Florida teen was arrested at school after refusing to wear a mask. This is right here in Winter Springs. The lawyer for the family of a 16-year-old boy who was arrested last month after refusing to wear a mask at Central Florida High School called the incident's government abuse. And it's exactly what it is. You know, if these kids don't want to wear a mask, they shouldn't have to wear a mask. If you don't want to wear a mask, you shouldn't have to wear a mask. But guys, that's not what the totalitarian state wants. The totalitarian state wants complete and total control every, over everybody. Perfect example again. In St. Louis, that couple now that basically carried the weapon out there in front of their house, that St. Louis couple who defended their property and they aimed the guns at BLM protesters are indicted on weapons and tampering with evidence charges. What? Mark and Patricia McClowski attended a short hearing outside the Karenar courthouse on Tuesday morning in downtown St. Louis. Hours later, grand jury decided to indict the couple on weapons charges and evidence tampering charges in relation to the June incident. The McClowskis were both lawyers, were both issued two charges each, exhibiting a weapon and tampering with evidence. Grand jurors found probable cause on both counts, and the second of which involves Patricia McClowski's pistol, which was turned over to police, which, by the way, had not been put together properly, and the firing pin did not work in it. It could not be discharged regardless. The couple said the demonstrators knocked down an iron gate and ignored a no-trespassing sign, leaving them feeling threatened. Mark, 63 years old, came out wielding an AR-15, and 61-year-old Patricia displayed a semi-automatic handgun, which didn't work. On Tuesday, Mark blamed the left Democrat governor of the city for the charges, said he and his wife were exercising our Second Amendment rights. How dare a peasant could basically defend themselves after a gate was broken down and a group of people who guarantee you they were armed, if not with weapons as far as guns, which they probably had those too, were probably carrying machetes and clubs. How dare they defend themselves and their property against a menacing mob that had already broken down a gate? Peasant! And this is where we find ourselves in the United States now. And now, Donald Trump, instead of being all wrapped up in his little weird stuff that he's doing right now, should have already pardoned these two. He should have already said on national news. By the way, that St. Louis couple, because he had him speak for him at a convention, he just said, if you guys get indicted for this, I'm going to give you a presidential pardon immediately. We're going to stop this. This isn't going to happen. And if he started doing that with these pockets of resistance when people are basically charged and accused of things that make national news that we all hear about, and if he starts pardoning them immediately with a presidential pardon, a lot of this nonsense is going to stop. And then the patriot community will be, again, once, once again, galvanized 
instead of him renouncing and denouncing the proud boys and not even knowing who they are and telling him he wants nothing to do with them, he should have said, hey, look, proud boys, you know, I'm going to study up on you guys and find out what you guys believe. Then I'll make a decision on if I want to endorse you guys or not. That's all he had to say. He didn't have to renounce them. He didn't have to renounce them card block and he didn't know what they do. I mean, the whole thing is ludicrous. But doctors are now warning that bacterial pneumonia are one of the side effects from rising that is rising from wearing masks. So now we have a group of people all over the country that are coming out with bacterial pneumonia because they've been wearing masks for six months. Well, wasn't this the plan to start with? If you get the entire country wearing masks for six months or eight months or nine months and you release another pathogen, a real pathogen, perhaps in the next month or so, what ends up happening is you end up with a much higher death rate and infection rate because everybody's immune systems are compromised. Guys, just think through all of this stuff. Do you really want to wear a diaper on your face and a mask on your face? By the way, I also talked to Jeff last night, and he was talking about planetary angular momentum, which I thought was kind of an interesting concept. We had one of those discussions last night. And I'll both, by the way, I'll be on with Jeff French tonight, 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And he was talking about planetary angular momentum. And basically what this is, is this is astronomy or astrology, which is what these clowns believe, who believe we're under the, under the sign of Mars and Scorpio, and how it affects the planet from an energy field standpoint with the different energy fields changing the core of the Earth and the resonance frequency. Yes, that was my conversation with Jeff Rents last night. And that's why these guys believe in all of this stuff with the astronomy and the astrology and the Kabbalah and all these different things, because they try to harness this energy from a satanic standpoint to affect the outcome of the attention field or the energy field around the planet. This is what these clowns are doing right now. I remember I warned you guys six months ago, you know, when they, because they said this, when it comes under Mars and under Scorpio, we have the maximum ability to affect everything. So guys, hang on to your seats, you know, get some storable food, store up some supplements, do what you need to do. Here's the nice thing about the organic food that we have, which we have a few buckets of that left now still. If you get that and all hell doesn't break loose and things get better in a few months or whatever, you can eat the food and not feel like you're going to die from it because it's a bunch of GMO poison stuff. That's a thought, right? So you're not really doing anything but investing in your family's future like buying groceries. That's how I look at storable organic food. That's how I see it. I've got a bunch of this stuff stored here at the house because I know that in the event that something happens, I have it. In the event that nothing happens, I can eat it. So it kind of is a win-win either way you look at it. But again, guys, stay frosty right now and really watch what's happening because these guys, they're just getting started for October, November. We Look at what's already happened. We saw them in riots all over the country, and the President of the United States has been infected supposedly with something, and the entire White House has been infected supposedly with something, with 32 people getting sick. This is the first part of October. Over, and they're already cranking this thing up like this. What's going to happen next month after the election when 50% of the population now believes we're going to have full-scale rioting and perhaps a civil war because of the right-left paradigm that's been established in the last few months? Pay attention and continue to pray. I had the opportunity to pray for you guys this morning. I love you guys. Austin, what's your next story, bud? Well, that's well said. You know, I've, I've been reading the same thing. A lot of people have been sending me stuff. Even with the, the press secretary, the one blonde girl that works for me, I don't have her name in front of me right now. I know she has COVID now. What's interesting, they're all, they're starting to tie a lot of this back. I saw this the other day. Now, this is still up in the air. This is what I was told. They're starting to tie a lot of this back to the green room at the presidential debate. 
where a lot of these individuals, that almost all of which who contracted COVID now, were there together for this debate in the back room. And now all of a sudden, almost everybody that was back there has COVID and test positive for COVID a few days after the debate. Um, I told you guys, that wasn't coincidental with what happened. That was not coincidental whatsoever as far as that timing, the way it happened, the way all these people, I mean, you got to think about it. A lot of these individuals, they've been at rallies. They've been doing press conferences. They've been around all kinds of people on a regular basis. Then all of a sudden, they're together basically in the green room. They're all used to being around each other. Remember that. It's not like they all had very different aspects of exposure. When you work with the White House and you're doing this, you, you pretty much got your own little entourage you're with all the time. It's not like you have a bunch of noobs that come in all the time, new people that are constantly in and out, changing this and that. you got usually a pretty consistent amount of people for security standpoint. So for them all of a sudden to have something happen, whether it be COVID or, in my opinion, some other form, because remember this, and this is what Dad and I have talked about, the whole aspect of testing positive for COVID, you're not testing positive for COVID-19. Most people still don't realize that. You need to do the research on what they're doing and actually taking the sample and amplifying it to see if there's any type of viral aspect to you. Meaning, if you've been exposed to a virus or had a cold or been sick in pretty much any recent history, you're going to test positive for COVID. Now, if you haven't been sick for a while and you've been really healthy and you haven't been exposed to anything, then you test negative to it. So what's weird about this is he's exactly right. There's a high probability now, as sick as everybody is. You remember, the mental, stand, the mental health of the American population has been degrading, even in general. I mean, a lot of people are acting ridiculous right now. I mean, grown adults are acting like children. Children are acting like children. A lot of people are just not acting rational. They're reacting instead of observing things, and they're continually making things in life difficult for more people because they want to do this, or they have to control this, or they have to do that. Here's the aspect about it. You can't control everything all the time, but a lot of people are so frustrated because the situation and current state of affairs in the country has become so untenable in some areas that people are just trying to figure out what they can control and what they can maintain in their bubble. The issue with this is it's causing people to be more and more aggressive. There's a dash cam footage. You guys saw this the other day. It was on the 417 right down the road from me. And there's a guy in a pickup truck. He's got dash cam facing out, dash cam facing in. And he's driving. And this 350Z Nissan is, I guess, trying to, like, cut him off and then gets behind him. And then the, the guy in the truck brake checks the 350Z. And the 350Z hits his hitch. And all this is going on at, like, 70, 80 miles an hour. Well, the 350Z gets up beside him rolls down his window and sticks a pistol out the window at the guy in the truck. Then proceeds to accelerate, which is a 350Z, so it doesn't have a whole lot of power. Forgive me if you have one of those, but they're, they're not, you know, a supercar. And the guy in the truck draws his fire on this concealed and starts shooting at the 350Z through the windshield. Not joking. While he's driving down the toll road at like 80 miles an hour. It's, it's, it's Florida. It's the Wild West. I mean, you can't really, you can't say you're shot, but just goes to show you that that's what's going on right now. As more and more people get armed, you're going to have more things like this happen. That's why it's so important, so important. I encourage people, if you're armed, which I expect you to be armed if you're a patriot American listening to this show, 
you have to use discretion. You, there's a certain point in time where you have to react immediately. Quick reaction immediately. If you see somebody do something, you have to respond. And like this guy in the truck, quite frankly, they, he, he went over to the sheriff's department, basically told him what happened, showed him the video. He said, I just want to let everybody know what happened. He goes, I'm not going to go to jail for something stupid. He goes, I discharged my firearm out of my vehicle, through my windshield, at this car, because he basically pulled a weapon on and not only pulled it, stuck it out the window and aimed it at me with his finger on the trigger. I don't know if he was going to shoot me or not. They said, well, technically, that's, you know, you didn't really do anything wrong. Here's the thing. If you're in a car and you own a firearm, and I'm talking more of the 350Z driver now, everybody's armed in Florida. Don't be an idiot. Don't be brandishing your weapon unlawfully. That is a felony in the state of Florida. You can't just drive around and start sticking your gun out the window because you're mad that somebody brake checked you. Granny shouldn't have brake checked him. But this is Florida. People drive like absolute garbage in this state. So if you come down here, get used to it. People drive like crap. They cut you off. They brake check you. They have horrific road rage. And if you're armed, act accordingly and act your age. Don't act like a 15-year-old degenerate that has a brand-new illegal pistol and you want to shove it out the window and be cool. It's not the time or place to do it, especially on the interstate. Just want to add that on there. Also, too, another news, speaking of idiotic mask aspects and bacterial pneumonia, which is that exactly right about that, it is becoming worse and worse. I've talked to multiple people now. We actually had a customer... Uh, email Sharon on Instagram and basically talk about what was going on with an issue with her friend's son who has been having, he already had asthmatic conditions, which by the way, B5, B6, the Corticare B5, B6, and the multivitamin we have is a very effective formula to help out with healthy lung function. Just thought I would throw that out there in general as far as some people have asthma. And apparently he ended up getting some type of horrible lung infection now because he's having to wear a mask everywhere. And so there's an article now that just came out. And, I, you know, just when you think California Governor Newsom cannot do anything more stupid, he cannot act like more of a babbling buffoon. He cannot do it. He can, there's no way he can outdo himself. He now outdid himself again. He went and posted... COVID-19 diner tip. Going out to eat with people this weekend? Don't forget to keep your mask on between bites. And he has a photo of a lady who's sitting at a table with her mask on reading the menu. She then has a photo with it says off, with her mask off, putting food in her mouth. And then she has a mask back on. They are literally telling people, while you are eating, Take your mask down to put food in your mouth and put it back on. Does anybody not understand the aspect of bacteria? I guess they don't. You're sitting there. Not only are you probably going to touch your mask 50 times during that meal, which means you're contaminating the entire mask. It's useless at that point because you now had any oil, residue, bacteria, virus, germs, anything that are on your hands are now on that mask, and you're now breathing them in. You now are eating food and breathing at the same time through a controlled closed mask, which means you are now inhaling small, small fragments of food at the same time you are trying to eat and breathe. Because it's a nightmare to even breathe under a mask, much less breathe and eat and chew and swallow your food with a mask on. I cannot understand the fact that people are actually listening to this. It boggles my mind. It really boggles my mind. 
Florida has now basically said, we're not participating anymore. We're done. This is a complete and total sham now. There's no doubt there's a virus out there, just like there's about 70 viruses we're exposed to on a daily basis. But we're done. We're completely done playing the charade. And so people have to realize now, we're either going to stand up for our rights and stand up for our rights of human beings. This isn't even an aspect of constitutional rights anymore, guys. We're, that, the level of constitutional rights is so far out there now, that's not even discussion anymore. I mean, quite frankly, that, those are about long gone. <laughs> this is just flat-out human rights. The ability to be able to live freely, the ability to stay healthy and not be forced to do things that are incredibly detrimental to your health, like wear a mask while you're chewing food. These are basic human rights. Understand that's what we're standing up for now. Constitution aside, Republican, Democrat, Independent, Libertarian, I don't care where you stand. This is about human rights now. The masks do not help whatsoever in stopping or protecting the spread of viruses. They've already proved that in repeated research studies. So when somebody comes up to you with the, oh, it's science. Science says it protects you. And you go, no, it doesn't. It doesn't whatsoever. And you can pull up the research articles that are on our website at healthmasters.com if you want to read more about those. But this is what's happening, and you have to start standing your ground. There's even a group of three individuals that are basically epidemiologists and virologists, and they were on an interview, three of them, Dr. Martin Kaldorf, Harvard Medical School professor, Dr. Sunetra Gupta, Oxford University epidemiology professor, Dr. Janet Baraccia, I'm probably butchering a bunch of those, but that's Stanford epidemiology professor. They were interviewed Monday night, and they said the consensus in the scientific community is not in favor of locking down any population, but only those at most risk on a rare occasion. They are calling for the end of lockdowns for the vast majority of populace who are not at risk for COVID. They signed a Great Barrington Declaration this week, which has been signed by over a thousand medical and public health scientists in the few hours of it being published, basically stating this doesn't work. Nothing we are doing right now is working. Herd immunity naturally from exposure to people, if you have a healthy immune system, is the most effective thing to do right now. <laughs> Newsflash! That's what we've been saying for the last four to five months, but again, that doesn't fit the narrative because the ability to remove your, your, your freedom, your ability to take your humanity away from you, to take your identity away from you, that is the goal of the mask and the lockdowns, to show you that they have all seen, all capable power over you, and you have to obey them at any and all cost, even if it compromises your health. That's what the goal is. Also, too, in other news, very excited to see the fact that Texas stood their ground on this. And they were the first pioneers in this. You guys remember the show Cuties that came out on Netflix that basically about got them boycotted by everybody, which I wish more people would have. And uh, people basically said, this is ridiculous. Netflix series had four girls in it, 9, 10, 11 years old. Very, very lewd material. I had a couple scenes that I had to watch because I wanted to know what I was talking about. Disgusting film. Absolute pedophilia perversion at its worst on mainstream TV like Netflix now. Texas, a Tyler County, Texas grand jury has now indicted Netflix 
Basically, the complaint alleges that Netflix knowingly promoted visual material which depicts the lewd exhibition of the genitals or pubic area of a clothed or partially clothed child who was younger than 18 at the time the visual material was created, which appeals to the pure interest in sex and has no serious literary, artistic, political, or scientific value whatsoever. We hereby move to felony indictment charges against Netflix. This is very big, and I really hope this does not get buried. I hope this continues to get a lot of traction. I hope Netflix is eviscerated for promoting this. Netflix is one of the most perverted television apps you can put on TV. If anybody has noticed, unless you're watching older films, almost every single Netflix series has gratuitous homosexual behavior in it. They also now have promoted very much so a large amount of pedophilia and sexualization of young children. And then when they took it to another step and brought out this show, Cuties, it showed the entire world that was awake what Netflix was about and what they're trying to normalize. Pedophilia is not normal. That behavior will never be normal to me. It is not okay. It is not okay to try to justify it, to try to normalize it, or try to put an excuse out there for it. The people that come out there and say, well, listen, you just have to understand they can't help their feelings. No, listen, you just don't do that. There's just certain things in a civilized society you don't do, and you don't go that route. There's certain things you have to stop yourself from looking at or fantasizing about if you had that issue. What do you think? Oh, okay, well, guess what? You know, this guy really wants to be a murderer. You know, he really just wants to murder people. It's not his fault he wants to murder people. So if he engages in that occasionally, it's really not his fault. We have to have sympathy for him because he murdered people. No, there are certain things in society that are not okay, and this is one of them. And this is the reason why they've been pushing this stuff incessantly, because they want to try to normalize this so they can justify their illicit pedophilia, child sex trafficking behavior that goes all over the country and all over the world. Look at what happened with Epstein and the debacle that has caused and how much they protected him. The FBI blatantly covered him in 2011, gave him a 13-month sweetheart house arrest deal, basically. He still was able to do whatever he wanted, even though he had numerous, numerous charges, numerous allegations, numerous eyewitness accounts of him being involved sexually and basically pawning off these young teenage girls sexually to other individuals. They love this stuff. This is why they want to promote it and normalize it. And this wasn't just about normalizing it with the show Cuties with adults. This was about promoting this perversion among the young children. So the kids, 8, 9, 10, 12 years old, see this video and they think this lewd depiction of females in a sexual light at this age is normalized behavior. And God forgive us if we do not stand up and teach our children to have some morals and ethics, especially as they're young and they get older. Once they get older, there's nothing you can do about it. I've already said that numerous times. It was somebody 17, 18, 19 years old. Dude, they can do whatever they want. Trying to sit there and control them and monitor them and do everything and maintain this facade around them. Dude, they're going to do what they want. But when they're young, it is our responsibility wholeheartedly to maintain and keep these children protected from this sadistic, perverted behavior material that they're trying to push on a regular basis. That's why I tell people, your kids don't need an iPad. They don't need YouTube. They don't need to be on the phone and the TV and the iPad all the time. Why? 
what positive impact is that putting in their mind? All you're doing is allowing them to be programmed on a regular basis by, in most cases, very, very compromised material. If they want to watch a movie, like I said, they want to watch some Veggie Tales or a Paw Patrol or some clean show when they're younger as a reward. Oh, you're doing this. You got this done. You can watch this. That's fine. That's great. That's wonderful. But let them have creative play. Just because they want an iPad doesn't mean you give them an iPad. For some reason, that concept's eluded most parents nowadays. I don't understand that, Dad. Oh, my five-year-old, he pitches a fit if he doesn't get his iPad, so I just give him my iPad. I'm like, okay, so what, your five-year-old dictates your behavior now? What happens if your five-year-old says, hey, Dad, can you go to the store and buy me a bottle of alcohol? I want to drink. I'm five years old. I saw it on YouTube. You're going to say, oh, okay, don't pitch a fit. I'll go buy you a bottle of alcohol now. I mean, where does it become a line with these young children where you say, no, you're five years old. You don't get an iPad. I don't know. Maybe that's just a, a novel concept for some people. I don't know. <laughs> you know, often, you know what the crazy part is this. You know, I've got four kids, right? I've got a 17, a 19, a 21, and you, 32. And, you know, I've seen such a transition just from your age to the 17-year-old age, which is a 15-year time frame difference as far as the social media influence. And one of the most horrible apps you could ever let a child have is TikTok, all right, because it's off the chain as far as the lewdness of this app. Now, I'm not saying everybody on TikTok. And Snapchat, too, because Snapchat lets them erase stuff unless they screenshot it. And, and what it does, it basically encourages them that make, to do lewd behavior and sexualized behavior at a very young age. Now, I've had this discussion with all three of my younger children because it didn't exist when Austin was young. And, and what I've done is this. I've, I've learned that if a child is involved in this stuff and you find out about it, if they're under the age of 18, you've got to basically tell them no or you've got to take the cell phone away. And then, by the way, everything goes sideways once you do that. They all go berserk because of the dopey triggers they've been getting because of their addiction to this social media nightmare. But what ends up happening is, as a parent, now listen to me, friends, you can't enable a child. If a child basically is living under your house, my dad and my mom used to always say, my house, my rules, right? And I always thought, oh, I can't believe they say stuff like that, but I should be able to do whatever I want to do because I'm 17, 18, 19 years old. I'm still living here, so I can do what I want to do. I can say what I want to say. Well, no, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. It really is their house, their rules. And if a parent's a good parent, they make sure of that. And what do I mean by that? Does that mean we should micromanage a child past the age of 18? Absolutely not. But here's the, the caveat to that. Does that mean we should allow a child that's 18 years of age that we're supporting and that we're feeding and that we're housing and that we're clothing and that we're supplying transportation for or we're paying for college for, does that mean that we should allow them to do lewd behavior and use drugs and get drunk and this list just goes on and on and on and us pay for it? That's the question you have to ask yourself as a parent. Am I going to subsidize this behavior? Now, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna use any names here, but I'm gonna tell you a story. Years ago, many years ago, we had a person that we knew who died of a heroin overdose, and Sharon and I were called in to the crime scene, the death scene, or whatever you want to call it, and we spoke to the investigating officer. And the investigating officer, the first thing he asked us, because he saw that you know we were good people, he goes, "I've got to ask you a question. This young man's." 36 years old, and I'm not talking about Joe Hagman here. It's nothing to do with Joe Hagman because Joe Hagman, Joe Hagman, 36 when he died too. Okay, I'm not talking about Joe. I'm talking about somebody else. This young man is 36 years old. 
He's well fed. He's well clothed. He's not emaciated. And he has tracks all over his body. I mean, literally thousands of tracks. He's got thousands of puncture marks. In fact, he was taking a needle and shoving it in and out of his body, and he has holes all over his body just because he liked the way it felt because he was so addicted to this. Who enabled this behavior? Because he's not homeless living under a bridge weighing 90 pounds. Who enabled this? Who paid for him to have this lifestyle? And we, and we knew the people involved in it. And I, I said to him, it was his father. His father continued to subsidize his life since he was in high school all the way through college, if he even went to college, because the kid never stopped lying. And the father was the one who was responsible for this because to give the child. Now I'm going to say something else to you. I'm getting on, I'm kind of like doing a parental mode here this morning. And this is really important. When I was in high school, I had some friends. They were trust fund babies. Their mother was extremely wealthy, extremely wealthy family. And these two kids were complete and total weirdos. Now listen to me. And these kids were given everything they ever wanted to have, and they were micromanaged, and they basically had horrible personalities, horrible personalities. And the other day, I was at a car dealership over in Tampa, and I, I walked into the general manager, and he was just, rah, rah, and he was all mad. I said, dude, what's wrong with you? And he goes, I had, to, I had to just deal with a trust fund baby. And I said, trust fund baby? He goes, yeah. He goes, these people, they, they come in here, and they, they, their, their family has a lot of money, and they were put on a trust fund, and they get you know fifteen twenty thousand dollars $20,000 a month, which is like a lot of money, and they get that for the rest of their life, and they don't have to do anything. He says, the problem is, he goes, Every penny they get and they bring in on most of these kids is financed buying toys. And they basically have horrible credit. And when you can't get them bought as far as more payments, they get mad and start screaming and yelling and cussing at you because they were enabled to do this as a child and no one ever told them it wasn't okay. Okay. This is the point of my whole discussion here. If you have a child, listen to me, my friends, and I love you guys because I pray for you. You guys are family to me. If you have a child that is basically acting like a fool and you're subsidizing it and they're going out and they're getting drunk and they're living with you at home and they're acting like a bunch of weirdos or they're using drugs or whatever, you got to send them down the road on their own. They can join the military if you want them to. They can do whatever they want to do, but they got to go. Why? Because if you don't allow them that opportunity to correct their behavioral patterns and you continue to subsidize them all of their life, they will never do anything with their life and they will have that attitude for the rest of their life and they will always be a trust fund baby. They will always be coming to you for the rest of their life in order for you to pay them out of their problems or to give them more money and then when you don't give them money they're going to scream and yell and cuss at you and tell you that it's all because of your money that you control them but it's not your money it's somebody else's money they think it's the weirdest behavioral pattern I've ever seen. And I had another person that I knew that was a trust fund baby, and he had that same behavioral pattern. Just never had any consequences for his actions because his parents would always give him money. He ended up in his early 30s basically having another young man in the car with him, driving drunk, basically had an accident and killed the young man who was in the car with him. And then he ended up going to prison for three years for vehicular homicide in the state of Florida. That's automatic if you're drunk, if you're driving and someone dies. All of these things happen to people because of bad choices and bad decisions. What we have to do as parents is we cannot allow ourselves to fund that. 
to subsidize that, to endorse that. And remember that Dobson wrote a book back in the 80s and it said, love must be tough. And it's true, it does. Sometimes you've got to make choices for your children or even for young adults who are still living with you that are difficult to make. Sometimes you may have to send them to a school for kids that basically are bad, you know, when they're in high school because they want to make stupid choices and stupid decisions. But here's the thing. Don't ever let them come back and say to you when they're 25 or 30 years old or if they're in prison, why did you allow me to do that? Why didn't you stop me? Why did you continue to give me the money? Look at the young man I talked about earlier, 36 years old. They found him dead in a friend's bathroom with a needle in his arm, injecting himself with heroin on Heroin Highway on Colonial Drive in Orlando. Now, I know I got a little bit preachy today about kids and stuff, but guys, I'm here to tell you, the world and social media has come against these children. The world and social media has done everything it possibly can to destroy the nuclear family through the Frankfurt School, through these communists that came over since the late 1800s, really pushed millions of them coming in from Russia that basically were then basically given credibility and credentials and taught at our university systems, and here we are, and here we find ourselves. So just think through what your children are doing and is that okay and what will the long-term effect be and do you want to continue to endorse it or to subsidize it? Really, really, really important you do that. By the way, <laughs> SpaceX, Leon Musk, the Rothschild cutout, CIA cutout, just like Jeff Bezos now, is being given more government money and government and Pentagon contracts. Kind of sounds like Amazon getting the CIA contracts, and now they're tracking missiles from outer space. You know, like Elon Musk really has the ability to do all that. No, this was all given to him by the family, the groups of people who run the planet. We need to understand that. Another story, Howard Stern now is getting paid $120 million a year. Filthy mouth Howard Stern. Filthy, Kabbalist, Luciferian, sick pervert Howard Stern basically who believes it's just unbelievable if you listen if you ever listen to his shows you'll be shocked he's now getting 120 million dollars a year to continue to further debilitate the hearts and the minds of the people here in the United States by the way Venezuela once an oil giant reaches the end of an era and now it's pretty much done and so it's sad what's happened with Venezuela when the international banking cartel cut off their credit to the world markets to prevent them from even processing the oil they have in the ground. All of this stuff was done by the same Kabbalists who run the planet, who run the media, who do all of this stuff. Guys, I love you. I had the opportunity to pray for you again today. Please let me interfere with your life a little bit when it comes to children. You've got to make the choices. Someone said, well, what if we do this and it gets worse. Well, it's probably going to get worse anyhow. What if we do this and our daughter goes out and gets pregnant? Well, yes, she's probably going to go out and get pregnant anyhow. Don't allow a child to hold you hostage based upon what they may or may not do. Do what's right in God's eyes. Stand with the Word of God. Do the parenting, parenting skills that the Word of God tells you to do. The most important thing. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Austin, finish it up and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely. And it is sad to see what's happened with Venezuela. I've known numerous people that have come out of that. And, you know, it's crazy how much the United States financial systems via the Federal Reserve and the 
<laughs> the agencies like the CIA are always involved in controlling other countries, especially when they don't do what they want them to do. Example Venezuela, example Syria, example everywhere. <laughs> and so it's crazy to see that, and so few people rarely ever understand it. Also, too, in other news, we've been seeing this. I'm not sure how far this is going to go or if this is just obfuscation. I'll put that out there right now. I saw that Trump is now saying he wants declassification of any and all documents pertaining to the Russian hoax and the Clinton emails. Um, now they're starting to say that basically Obama has full knowledge of the Russian collusion story and the operation by Hillary Clinton. This is either going one or two ways. This is either something big and they're trying to blast it and get it out there because they want people to wake up, or either B, this is just going to fizzle down and not do anything, and it's simply here to create more chaos and confusion because, remember, their mantra is out of chaos comes a new world order. The human psyche can only take so much chaos at one time. And, and some people are stronger than others. Some people can handle it pretty, pretty good. Talk a lot of guys, you know, that are combat vets. And I mean, they just deploy, deploy, deploy. You know, I mean, there's, not, there's side effects to it, but at the time, they can handle it pretty well. But some people can't. And that's what they're trying to do, is they're trying to push the American populace to its tipping point for at least a large portion of people that can't handle this anymore. You got COVID, you got the riots, you got the terrorists with BLM and Antifa, you got all this stuff that's going on behind the scenes with Trump and COVID and Obama and Biden and blah, 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 and the Middle East, it all goes on. You have to take some of it out and you have to look at it, okay, what's really going on? It's like I said, is this something that may escalate? Oh, I pray it does. I would love to. It, there, there is a, not a whole lot of stuff in the government that would make me much more excited than Hillary Clinton getting fully indicted and going to prison. Some second to that would probably be the ATF being completely and totally disintegrated into a heaping pile of filth that they are. That's probably number two. There's, there's only a few things that would make me that excited. And Hillary Clinton being indicted and prosecuted would be one of them, but I don't think that's, I think that's a fairy tale. However, would be interesting to see. We can always hope for it, but I wouldn't plan on it. So again, just wanted to throw that out there. Also, too, if you guys need anything at all, we're starting to see more and more people waking up, more and more people standing their ground on this. I encourage everybody. Stand your ground with this stuff. you got all these people that are walking around now that want to act like they're mass Nazis, that are not workers, not managers, simply patrons at stores that are trying to accost people, verbally assault people, go in and try to belittle people because they're not wearing a mask or they're not doing this. Guys, listen. Wake up and do your own research on this. If you really want to go and wear a mask somewhere, go wear a mask. I can care less. But don't get mad at anybody else if they're not wearing their mask. One of the biggest lies they perpetrated on the American populace with COVID, A, it was the fact that it was completely, you could have completely and totally asymptomatic issues, meaning you were completely infected with the virus. You were not having any symptoms whatsoever, and yet you could still spread the virus everywhere you went. That now we have found was a complete and total lie. The second one was that the masks weren't there for your protection. No, 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 they weren't there for your protection. The masks are there for you to protect other people. That, again, was another lie, because then they played on the hearts and minds of the people. Now, if you don't wear a mask, it's not about protecting you. It's that you don't care about anybody else. So if you go out in public without a mask, you're disrespecting everybody else around you. That's why they did this. It's a psychological operation at its finest example via the CIA manual. Look it up, understand what's going on with it, and realize this is not 
going to stop unless we stand our ground and say no. So thank you again for the support. Thank you for speaking your mind and getting this information out there. Continue to keep waking people up. Feel free to sign up for our free weekly newsletter, healthmasters.com. Have all kinds of different specials, emails, stuff we send out there on a regular basis to try to keep people updated on what's happening. You know, because this is this is what we have to do right now, guys. I mean, this is there is no other option anymore. Put it that way. We have to keep making sure the truth is heard because the more we speak, the more they're trying to drown us out, either by censorship, by full-blown banning on social media, or by just continuing to spew fake news and lies on the mainstream media every single day to try to cover us up from speaking the truth. We have to stand our ground on this and continue to wake people up because information, truth, is essential to freedom. There's no question about it. Those two go together. Truth and freedom are almost one and the same when you break it down and separate them. This is what it is, and we have to continue standing for that. Thank you again for the guys for the support of Health Masters. Be sure to check out the product of the week. Looks like the Ultimate Multiple Powder, the newer flavor, the non, uh, it basically is not nearly as sweet as the original one. We've had two of them, you guys remember. It's basically a uh, like a berry mix. That one looks like it won. I just pulled it up on Product of the Week. We'll get that updated here shortly. That will be on sale. And be sure to check out the vitamin C, also the new thyroid support formula that we have. It has the glandular formula, really good for the thyroid metabolism and burning body fat. And, of course, the organic food buckets on sale on the front page at healthmasters.com. So be sure to check all that out. If you have any questions, feel free to email us or call us. 1-800-726-1834. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Stay awake. Stay aware. Talk to you again tomorrow as always.